Welcome back to all our listeners, and I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving with your family and friends. And we always have to remember that we have to be grateful not just for one day of the year, but every single day. And last month was, like I said, the month of Thanksgiving, and but we don't need to do it just one month. We do it every month and every the whole year, right, to be thankful to God and to the people that we love. So last month, I was able to interview two wonderful guests. However, because of the business, I wasn't able to post it. So I'm sorry for posting it late. Just like you, Annette and I had a busy month as well. However, I know that you will be so blessed with this Thanksgiving message and a Thanksgiving conversation that... I had with a good friend of mine and in this interview I will be talking to one of the former worship leader singer in churches in North Carolina and now he's a worship leader singer in Silverdale Baptist Church which is located in Chattanooga Tennessee I hope I pronounced the city correctly but I think I might have but I know that you will be so blessed listening to his amazing testimony of how grateful he is with his life. So let's go hear our conversation. But before I play it for all of you to hear, I also want to remind you to please send us a message. We want to know how your Thanksgiving went. What are you grateful for during thanksgiving or for this year because this year's almost over and what is your greatest takeaway from the conversation that you will be hearing thank you so much and stay blessed and i hope and i pray the true alan's life testimony that if you haven't accepted christ as your personal savior that you are not gonna wait that you will not say maybe tomorrow or maybe later because it is never promised the only thing that's promised is right now and you need to come to jesus and so that you could experience his ultimate gift of love and be thankful for it okay here's the interview and stay blessed and don't forget send us a message in any of our social links for our very first guest we had the privilege of talking to one of a good friend of mine who is a worship leader and he also have a podcast with his friend and i am talking about none other than mr alan hi alan how are you today and can you also tell our audience a little bit more about you that i was at uh, rockfish church in north carolina for a while uh, eventually some things kind of happened and i had i resigned from my position there i went to uh, a church in grace and called grace church in uh, southern pines north carolina for a little bit for about a year and a half over well about two years and i uh, had a chance to uh, somebody called me in chattanooga where my, my wife is from chattanooga Somebody called me and said, hey, uh, would you consider moving to Chattanooga and uh, working at a church uh, called Silverdale Baptist in Chattanooga? So, uh, yeah, about four months ago, to Chattanooga and uh, kind of trying to settle in and 
to learn their process, you know, the things that they do uh, there, which is kind of different. A lot of the churches have been at before, but it's been it's good, you know. There are a lot more. Well, all the churches have been at been intentional. There are a lot more, and I love it. It's great. And I'm sure they're so blessed. And also one one thing that I'm so thankful for is because you also do podcasts with with your friend and. So I have a podcast a friend that I could ask, so like I would message and ask you something when we were starting. And yeah, you yeah. could also say a little bit, uh, I know you're taking like a little break at the moment. And yeah. you could tell our listeners the name of, of your podcast so they can check it out and listen to it. It's called Worship Leader Roundtable Podcast. The main intent is just to, to help worship leaders practically, uh, well, spiritually also, but Uh, more practically, the actual, you know, what to do, how to do things in certain situations, and how to apply certain things, you know, that we've learned over the years to just kind of spread our wisdom. My partner in that, his name is Chris Barger. He's at a church in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, called Village Baptist Church. And, uh, uh, just a wealth of wisdom and uh, information. He's been doing it for a lot, leading worship and been a music minister for a lot longer than I have, so I'm thankful that uh, I'm able to do this podcast with him. We've been doing it for about three years, so yeah, we've been taking a break. Both of us are, are in new situations. Um, he's got a new pastor at his church, and like I said, I just uh, we decided to take a break for a little bit and try to get settled start <laughs> the podcast again. I know what what you mean, because sometimes we'll get busy. Even me and Annette took like a long break during this year, but yeah. So before I ask about a follow-up with what you just mentioned, I want to ask, before you became one of the worship leaders for a long time in Rockfish Church, and sure you're leading the worship team again to the church that you're at, uh-huh. and before you became a pastor, before all of that, who is Alan before? Why did you decide to accept Christ as your personal Savior? Kind of a complicated uh, question. I have been in the church my whole life. My, my dad and my uncle, they were ministers. My dad played also drums. The worship bands, uh, my mom played uh, organ. And she was a music minister and children's choir coordinator for a long time. And so I've always kind of been in the church. But as far as like having a relationship with Christ, it wasn't until I was maybe in high school that, that, that actually, maybe, well, actually my freshman year in high school, when um, uh, I remember I was at a uh, camp called, a Christian camp called Camp Gideon, where a friend of mine owned it. I was working on, he was building a new building for uh, some of the campers coming in, and uh, he just looked at me and asked me, he's like, man, are you Alan, are you sure he died today? realize that it's not just that it's a personal relationship You're talking to him every day having a relationship with him every day's word do you have that and i looked at him and i was just like i grew up in the church and i've always been in a church but i thought it was something to do with me you know <laughs> my family were a part of the church they were ministers in the church and it was just it wasn't explained to me yeah that's when i accepted christ and uh, right after that just uh, the, the music part came in And people uh, were asking me to do, uh, I remember a friend of mine, his name was uh, Ben Sams. He asked me to play guitar, and I didn't know how to play. He just put one in my hand and showed me some chords, and uh, I just, from there, man, I just, just 
got after it, you know, and just uh, started playing and uh, had an interest in it and felt God was calling me to be something in the music industry. You know, I didn't know what it was at the time. So through that, we just kind of uh, grew and started leading worship for Good Union. At the college I was at with him, all of a sudden just asked to play around the country, play at different Baptist um, unions everywhere, and conferences and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, I kind of grew from there. I tried quitting a couple of times, and God wouldn't let me do it. That's pretty awesome. Thank you for sharing. And one more thing I also want to ask is what do you think is the difference between your life before and after you accept Christ as your personal Savior? Or it was just kind of like a, uh, kind of like just something really good, you know, we would go to church, you know, I would be in the choir, you know, that my mom directed, dad would play in the band, and do his job at the church, you know, it was just, like I said, some, it was, it was like going through the, but now after accepting Christ, I realize, especially being a worship leader, that there's going to be such a churchy answer, but, but uh, worship is a lifestyle, worship is not just on Sunday or Wednesday or whenever you have church, uh, Thursday or whatever, you know, Friday or Saturday, but it's uh, a Monday morning from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed at night, you know, every single day, Monday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, sometimes, you, you know, as worship leaders, you know, we get busy, we forget that sometimes, but, you know, God always makes me come back at that and rather than uh, Yes, and you basically answered part of my question, which is really good and stuff. So, yes, worship is a lifestyle because you've been doing it for a while. What can you tell our audience? Why is worship important? Why should it be our lifestyle? Like you said, not just on Sundays or when there's a holiday, whenever they just come to church. What is the benefit of the people worshiping and singing to God? Not just when times are good, but even when times are not good, then you're having problems or you're very angry at someone at the moment. Yeah. Why is that important? I always look at it this way, where you have a relationship, your, your husband or wife or your stuff. don't just see them on Sunday. You don't see them on them every single after You have to talk to them and get married. You got to understand them. You got to, you know, feel what makes them mad, what makes them happy, you know? And I, I kind of look at it that way. That's what our relationship what worship. It's a relationship. It's not music. Um, although it is, it's what we do on Sunday. Worship what? Worship is, is so much more bigger. Yeah, it's a relationship we have with Christ. What makes him happy? What mad? What, you, you know, uh, unfortunately for us, we have a guide. We have a Bible that, that shows us his, you know, what how to make that relationship with Christ stronger. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a super important thing to have. I mean, you got to, you know, wake up in the morning. What's the first thing you do? When she's asleep, I talk to my wife, you know. So it's a, it's the same thing. You know, wake up in the morning, you got to talk to Christ. You know, you got to pray. You got to read, read his word. And throughout the day, you know, my wife messaged me or, or texts me all the time, you know. Same thing you got to do with Christ. You got to talk to him all day, you know, pray, you know. Sometimes I'm not good at that. Sometimes I get really busy during the day, you know, and I forget. But a lot of times, you know, there's reminders of that. I even put reminders. But it, it's a relationship, knowing what is what he wants and what he needs from us, and knowing what we need, we want. And worship is super important. Like I said, it's so much broader and so much bigger than just praying, reading the word, having a relationship with the worship. Yes, I agree with that. It should be a really 
lifestyle, like, like when you wake up or like even if you're in the kitchen, you could just play something into your phone while you're doing something and worship God. Like I do that. And some most of the time, I always do that every day. Even sometimes when I'm getting upset about something, I'm like, I'll be complaining to God maybe a little bit. And then I'll start worshiping and singing. It does make you feel better. But yeah, it's, and people, I know this, no matter how old or how young they are, because I also teach Sunday school. And when I'm not teaching, I'm inside the congregation. Some people are shy when it's singing during worship. Of course, that does not include me because I'm from the Philippines. But what can you say to the people that are like, you know, they don't really want to sing, even with the kids or the adults, because they might be worried about the person next to them because they're not that good at singing. What advice can you give them? It, it's hard because as humans, we have that, that, that element of uh, stuff we've never done before. Like if you've never raised your, raising your hands or if you've never sung out, you know, if you're a bad singer, you know, if you're just not one of those people that is gifted in that area, kind of, you kind of are kind of scared or, you know, kind of, kind of scared of the judgment, you know, maybe the person in front of you or person in back of you that might be hearing you sing. I would say that, be honest with you, probably everybody in that congregation is feeling you. So kind of get past that, if that makes sense. <laughs> and, and just because, I mean, because God doesn't care if you're a good singer or bad All he wants to hear is God's, is his people uh, worshiping him. I would say, you know, hey, don't worry about that stuff. You know, just sing out. The person in front of you probably isn't a good singer either. If she is, then it don't matter because she's not paying attention to you. She's worshiping. Just do worship. Do what you sing out. Lift your hands up. You know, glorify God. We're actually called to do that. We're called to, in the Bible, to lift our hands up to, you know, glorify God. We're actually called to do that. We're called to, in the Bible, to lift our hands up to, bow down before him. Lay prostrate before him, which means just flat out, you know, with our face in the ground. You know, that's a sign of humbleness and humility toward him. So uh, I would say go ahead and do it because nobody's looking at you. Nobody cares, you know. Uh, they're doing the same. Thank you so yeah. much. And yes, just focus your eyes on Jesus, right? Because that's who you're singing. You're not trying to impress the person to the left or right. So yeah. just think about the- we only have one audience we have to try to impress at the end of the day, and that's Jesus, because we can't please everybody yeah. himself. So. Exactly, exactly. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Yeah, because they're like singing for God. My last question is, since this is the month of November, and everybody is getting busy for the Thanksgiving, and then after that, it's going to be Christmas, it's probably a hard thing for you to choose, but... What are some of the things, not just one, because I know there's several, but what are some of the things that you are thankful that God blesses you with this year? That you thank God that, you know, not just for this month, but for the whole year. What are you thankful for? My family, my kids, my two girls, my wife. Uh, I'm thankful that she's actually here because we, uh, she's been... As you know, we've been uh, battling cancer for the last three years, you know, so I'm thankful that she's here. She was in the hospital a month ago and almost lost her. So uh, I'm just grateful and thankful that she's here. You know, I, I feel that my job as as a uh, as a husband is to serve her and be there for her. I'm so grateful that she's here because she's not supposed to be. She was supposed to be gone three years ago. So my kids, 
my job at my age be able to worship at a church and I'm still desirable for a church, you know, to have come and work for them. Friends, I've had friends here in Chattanooga and you know, back in North Carolina. Yeah, just, you know, thankful. So I say, like, if people, if they're, like, complaining, they put everything that God blesses within their lives and the things that they want, they, they'll have a longer list of the things that they get blessed with. And I'm also thankful that, that it's good that God blesses you with your beautiful family and then your wife. I'll definitely continue praying for you and your family as well. So that's very thankful. And I'm also thankful. Thank you for the time talking to me today and for giving our audience a wonderful testimony of your life. Oh, one more thing. God reminded yeah, yeah. me on the spot question. Can you give me one life verse that you want to leave our audience with? Psalms 149.3, let, let them praise his name with dancing. Let them sing praises to him with the, the timbrel and the lyre. And then uh, Psalms 154 says praise him. Same thing, praise him with uh, the timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the stringed instruments and the pipe. So, I mean, David, David did it so well, you know. He, he was such a good example in some things, and in some things he wasn't. But thank you again so much for your time, and to all our listeners, I hope you are blessed with our conversation that we have today, and thank you again for your time being a guest in our show. And to all our listeners, I, we hope you all have a blessed day, and always remember, come to Jesus daily.